You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we do a podcast on a Thursday. It's a, it's a gloomy Thursday, but you know why? There's lots of sunshine because tomorrow's Friday. What's up, Al? I had a thing I was getting in a little bit of a battle, Jerry, with uh, with some people on Twitter today. Over? Uh, it started with, uh, oh, the, the, the story with the Alabama, the, okay. the Alabama basketball player who is... Uh, yeah, who Brandon played Miller. last night? Yeah, just as a quick background, is it Brandon Miller's his name. That's his name. He played last night, but he's involved. Has some sort of involvement in a murder case. Doesn't seem like he pulled the trigger, but he may have provided the gun. Blah right. blah blah. And it got to me like I got so annoyed at the thought of defense lawyers who defend people. And he looked like he saw a ghost. <laughs> Guess the bright <laughs> on air light. Didn't. That was funny. Um, this idea that like. As a defense lawyer, I said, if you're a defense lawyer who knows your client is guilty, mm-hmm. you are a scumbag if yeah. you take that case. That's, and it's it's a very strange position because it's big business and everyone's got the right to a defense. But I'm, I'm with you. Like, how do you sleep at night if I know it's a job? But if you know you're defending someone that has either told you or the evidence is so overwhelming and there's DNA and it's a 99.9%, you know he's guilty. Exactly. Guy kills a mom and her kids and her husband. Like that whole notion to me is just laying down on that. You've got to be like, what am I doing with my life? Right. That you're going to find a loophole. Yeah. And, and of course, Twitter being Twitter, they're so stupid. They write back. Everyone deserves a right. Yeah, everyone does deserve a right. I'm. Everyone deserves a right to a defense. I'm saying I don't know how you choose to defend somebody that you know is guilty. Right. Then they go, well, they never ask. Uh, again, just like you said, you don't need to ask. If I see, if I was defending O.J. Simpson, I see the mountain of evidence against him. Right. There is no chance any of those lawyers, Johnny Co- Cochran, among them, uh, the Kardashian guy, mm-hmm. all those guys. Yeah, sure. Can't think of the other names. I only always think of Johnny Cochran. But and had, Robert Kardashian. Yeah, uh, that Kardashian had uh, the, a bunch of uh, F. Lee Bailey loser. <laughs> I think they're all dead, by the way. Mm. I think they're all dead. Really? 
I think I know Robert Kardashian passed away. Kardashian passed. Johnny Cochran's passed. Um, uh, Shapiro. He may still be alive. I don't think he is dead. Yeah, he's still alive. Effie Bailey's dead. Okay, I don't remember that name. May you all be. May you all be in heaven, being haunted by Nicole's ghost, torturing you, jerks. Yeah, it's a very strange thing because then if you do get someone, I think in most cases they're not getting them out of jail or getting them off totally. I think it's a matter of reduced sentences to where, you know, depending upon the state you're in, you might be able to get someone life in prison as opposed to the death penalty. Instead of getting life in prison, you might get them down to 30 years in in prison as opposed to having someone go free. Yeah, that's the problem I have. On a technicality. And then so uh, people on Twitter are like, but you're not supposed to, they don't ask whether you've uh, committed to crime. Yeah, but you know. And how about this, especially if you're a lawyer. Let's I don't say, know that they don't ask. Exactly. Let's I'm say, not so sure about that. Let's say you came in, Jerry, and you said, uh, and I'm a lawyer. Of course I am. Very big lawyer. And you say, listen, I need defense. And I'd say, okay, well, what's going on? You go, there was a murder, da-da-da, I didn't do it. And I'd be like, listen, I'm going to try to get you free. You have got to tell me every single thing, no lies. You have to. So then you'd have to go, I did kill them, but here's the story. And then, so that I can work with that. Yeah, sure. That's where you're a scumbag. And especially if you, if, you, if you want to at least portray that you're innocent. If you're the defense attorney, you actually want them to tell you that they're innocent so you can fight for them. But I do think if they tell you, you're still working to get the numbers down a little bit. But I, I don't know, man. That really is a difficult profession. And then so then people were, were you know trying to nuance the thing. They're like, okay, well, what about this kind of crime? And I said, listen, just for violent crimes, mm-hmm. violent crimes. But you're not you talking t- about a guy who smoked weed. No, and they always go to Craig. What about Craig? Craig wasn't a violent crime. So you want to uh, defend that? Fine. Madoff. Fine. They gave me all these examples. Sure. I'm talking about rape, murder, uh, things with kids, all this crap. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Not drugs. Not, if there's a violent crime and you defend that person knowing that they did it, mm-hmm. you are a scumbag. Yep. Thank you. Husband that beats up his wife. Yeah. Things of that nature. Exactly, Jerry. Yeah, no, I hear you. I totally understand. Oh, so you had a good time this morning. All right. <laughs> I was battling on Twitter. I'm sure you were. I have found it's weird, and I I got to get out of this pattern. I have found that I don't even put I'm not even logging into Twitter in the morning, which is not a good thing. Yeah, you like that's to see where, what's going on. Yeah, that's where news breaks, and I know that. And so I shouldn't say I don't log in. I log in when I get here. I'm very rarely looking at it because you know what I've been on recently more times than not now looking for sound is YouTube. Oh really? YouTube posts. So many of these podcasts, because a lot of these podcasts are now video shows. Let's, let's call them what they are. I know we call them podcasts, but when you put, like, the Kelsey brothers, when they're putting thousands of dollars into their cameras and the production of the quote-unquote podcast, it's an online show is what it is that's taped. Let's, let's be honest. It's not a just a podcast of audio. It's more than that. Joe Rogan's not a podcast. Joe Rogan's doing a goddamn three-hour, really nicely put-together video show. That's what that is. And so all of these things, not the Spotify exclusives, but most of them are on YouTube. And so I'm on YouTube. I would say, my God, I get here at 4.15. I'm on YouTube for three hours every morning now looking for audio. That's how I found the Alabama coach. That's how I found the Alabama athletic director. God knows we didn't have any. We had some, but not all of it. 
I, Twitter's like to me, I don't know. Hmm. And I'm also not battling people on it. Which is a good yeah. Thing. Yeah. I feel like if I'm looking for a, a snippet soundbite in particular, like you like to go through things to get things that fit for the show. For sure. But if it's just something like, did you see this thing going viral? That's a, a quick Twitter thing. No doubt. There's no, but I guess my point is it used to be on the screen. Yeah. Nonstop from the moment I got here until I left. And I continue to update and scroll. Oh, well, 202 new, hit it. Now, I, maybe once an hour I go look yeah. at it. Did I miss anything? Right. Uh, and then the thing uh, hmm, on the radio and today with the Vajankle. Yeah, I didn't hear. I know what it was going on because I saw the guys coming in. Yeah. I was, at that point, I was editing moment of the day. I did not hear this. I got to tell you, if they don't get a call from CBS today about some content that goes on their television, they're never getting a call. Oh, okay. That's all. Because of the it's subject, just, the matter. Yeah. I hand. get uncomfortable with that that stuff being on TV. Right, not radio. No, it's, it's funny. a different thing radio. I don't know. There's, there's a different thing to me than radio than TV. Because TV, I feel like they're more... like They, get, they don't give us video like we want to post something. Right. Like, it's got to be the most boring uh, here like they'll send uh hey we want to put up a clip of joe kleckel they'll send that but it's like i want to put up a clip of al doing something stupid they don't want to send that they don't like that stuff being out there so the fact that this one flying for like two hours if they don't call them today just go hey calm that, then they're never calling i guess so yeah that's my take on it okay. i just uh, it's just weird because right. they're like to me today they're like hey can you get rid of the feet uh, yeah but it was on your air for two hours huh. today <laughs> call them. Oh, you mean after the show they ask you to get rid of it? They go, hey, for tomorrow, let's not do the feet. <laughs> yeah. I'm I good like with what it. a weird spot to put Steven in. I yes. can hear that. Yes. Hey, Steven. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I, sometimes I get uncomfortable with that stuff. Because I'll be, well, because to me, while it's not much money, it's free money being on TV. Well, sure. Why, it's part of the deal. So why do something stupid that would upset them? That's what I always look at. I hear you. You know what I mean? Did you make these comments or ideas or thoughts known at the time or not really? No, because that's not my place. I do it here when no one hears this. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. That is not true. I make my comments known here, Jerry. People do hear this. Yeah. No, I don't like that. I don't want to be the poo-pooer while it's going on. I gotcha. I'll I'll enjoy it. But it just seems weird. All right. It's just a little weird. I gotcha. Radio is also weird in that. It's the one thing where, like, we don't have to run anything by anybody. You know what I mean? Like, I can't go... If I was a DJ on CBS FM, mm-hmm. and on the next song to play sheet was Glory Days by Bruce Springsteen. Right. And I decided, I'd rather hear Dancing in the Dark. And I did that. They'd be furious Yeah, they wouldn't me. be happy if they you go, oh, trust me, I lived that life. I know. Yeah, right. I we know. were both radio DJs. Yep. But here, it's like, no clue what you're doing for four hours, and well, no I, one seems to. I, I think part of ask. that. I do think part of that is the trust that Spike has in the yeah. show and the track record of the show. But why can't you trust the DJ playing uh, good tunes? I don't see. I don't know. And this would be a good question for a former music program director. Yeah. I don't know what goes into the rotation of the songs. I don't know if they've got a report a song was played back to the record label. I don't know how that works. Right. All I know is, and I told you, I omitted the Spin Doctors three times in a row back in 2000, whatever the hell it was, 1999 on FM 
And I don't think my boss heard it or realized the first two times I did it, but he was it was very noticeable to him that I bypassed him the third time, this third straight day. He was so angry with me, he suspended me for a day. You were anti-spin doctors. After I went to see them. You were like, enough of these because guys. Because all they did was tell us they were the spin doctors. I think they were high. I don't know what was going on. We're the spin doctors. And I also didn't think the song fit the format. Which one was it? It was... Uh, they had Little Miss Campy wrong. They had... Uh, it was no. Little Miss Campy But No, but it might have been that one. I just didn't think the spin doctors were... To me, if, if K-Rock didn't play them... I didn't think we should be playing. They them. weren't manly enough. No, I thought I thought it was a I thought it was more of a poppy song. Was it Two Princes? One, two. No, I think it was princes, the first one you said. And then there was Jimmy Olsen's Blues. Okay. No, I think it was the I first ain't one. I think Superman. I think it was Little Miss. Little Miss can't be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Booker one time stopped the Smashing Pumpkin song in the middle. He's like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it was one of the was enough. same Smashing Pumpkin yeah. song over and over and over and over. But over again, over I don't know the relationship with the station and the record labels. Right. There could be something there, and yeah. I will tell you that I got, I got reamed out for that. Does it, Mister Recco? Uh, you are to play the spin doctor. I believe he said he goes. Is there a problem with your eyesight? Oh, it was something like that. I'm like, excuse me. He goes, because clearly you're not seeing the spin doctors. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to play them. Hmm. Like, I don't think they belong on this station. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you don't belong here tomorrow. Wow. I was like, excuse me. Good day, sir. Let's well, take a day to think about it. We'll see you Thursday. I was like. Really? All right. Hey, honey, I'm off tomorrow. <laughs> and the worst part of that was, no joke, this was when I was in between jobs. My only jobs was that, and I was cutting tape here on Friday nights because I had given up my full-time status as a as a board op with Joe. I stayed on on Friday nights to never leave. I wanted to make sure I still had my foot in the door, but I didn't want to be an overnight board op anymore. And the only way I thought things would get better is if I accepted this, this quote-unquote full-time, by full-time I mean five mornings a week, I accepted the position to at least be on the air, and it worked out because I did some sports stuff, and I kept kept annoying spits with tapes, and I ultimately got back on air the next time around. But, yeah, that was I, – I got suspended for a day without pay. How about that? You know how much money I was making? Not much. This is when I was asking my wife if it was all right if I went and hit balls at the golf range. Well, you had to ask for $4. Uh, four and a quarter. <laughs> I think I was making, no joke, I, if I remember correctly, I was making $11 an hour at that station. And all I got paid for was, we were on from 6 to 10. I only got paid from 5.30 to 10. Yeah. Didn't matter that I showed up at 4.30. It was unbelievable. Yeah. They had you by the hour there, Jerry. Oh, my God. Terrible. Uh, how was your, your trip to the Princeton Longevity Center yesterday? Amazing. A long, I mean, it was a long ride. It is. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it's out in the middle. It's by Princeton University, a little bit beyond that. Um, but it's very nice, and they got a lot of space. It's weird because the build, the office building they're in is clearly half empty because of the pandemic. Really? So they've got their facility, and you go across the hall where the scans are done, and then you're walking past this door where there's all this open space, office space that no one's using. But it's really nice, and they were very, they heard us talking about it, so one of the doctors there, I guess, or whatever he was there, he came out and greeted me. He heard that I was going to be there. And then I said, well, you know, Al's going to be here next week. Very excited that you're going to be there oh, next nice. week. Oh, nice. So, yeah, yeah. So it was good. But it's, I was in and out in four or five minutes. With all your scans. Now, did you see your scans yet? No. Okay. No, they send me the scans, and I have a Zoom meeting to go over the scans with the doctor next week. Oh, okay. So soon enough. Nice. Yes, yeah, soon enough. I went yesterday to get my uh, a quick uh, PSA blood test for okay. prostate cancer screening. Yeah. And uh, as I was sitting here this morning, 
the test results came up and I could log in to get my yeah. results. And part of me was like, do I log in now in the middle of the show? Or do you wait till you get home? What if the levels are all screwed up? Well, but I ain't going to change between now and you get home. Right, but I feel like had the levels been off and I, they were good levels, had the levels been off and I saw that during the show to throw me off. I know. So what did you do? I, I, I looked at it. And they're and they good. fine, yeah. All right, good for you. So then I felt good. So no finger in the butt. No, I'm not getting a finger in the butt this year, boys. What about Friday night? <laughs> Definitely not Friday night, Jerry. All right. So I was happy I, I am, about that. It's funny you say that because I have to call my uh, urologist today. Oof. I was in a good routine with him where I was going like I was supposed to. And then, um, sorry, and then I got COVID and I got it bad for like a solid nine, 10 days. Yeah. And then when I called him to tell him I had COVID, I had to cancel the appointment she says, well, she goes, great, thank you for calling. She goes, let's wait three or four weeks, get it out of your system, and if no one else in your house gets it, let's call us back, and and then travel. Baseball started, and then next thing you know, it was summertime. I'm like, holy crap, I haven't been back in over a year. So I actually had a little note in my phone to call the urologist. Oh, is that right? To get, it's a year since I went. It was literally, it was right around this time last year that I canceled. It was like December, January when I got COVID again, and I, yeah. And I canceled. And I haven't been back. All right. But I need to do that. I need to schedule my colonoscopy, too. Oh. I know. Me, too. I got to do one this year. Yeah. And I'm not, as much as I love that Princeton Longevity Center, yeah. I'm not spending the extra money for a virtual the one. Virtual. When I know the insurance will pick up a real one that I need to get done. So right. I'm just going to go. Plus, you really want air blown in your ass? I don't. I mean, but also, if you would have said, "Do you really want this large tube put up your butt?" Uh, I'd also, fair point. I'd also say no to that. You know what? That's a good point. Yeah. Now there's really a great option. Yeah. So I'll take the one that's more traditional. And then I also, real quick, I went to the vet yesterday with my dog. Yeah. yeah. She has something wrong with her neck, some sort of strained neck of some sort. Okay. So they're like, "Oh, you know, there's two things we could do. We could uh, uh, put her on this uh, uh, steroid, like the prednisone, yeah, and then some other. I'm not sure what a prednisone does. I know it's a steroid. I don't either." But then they gave her medicine for pain as well. Okay. They go, or you see if this works. And if this doesn't work, we go to step two. Or you can go to step two now. There is availability in the MRI room okay. right, right now. That's not going to be cheap. Yeah. I, I I was not prepared for the amount of money it would cost to get a dog MRI. $6,000? <laughs> what? <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. I don't know what costs six thousand dollars. What is six thousand dollars for? I don't know. The picture. They're paying for their unit. I would. I don't know. I would think for me to get an MRI, it would be less than six thousand dollars. I guess I'm wrong. I would hope you're wrong if they're charging the dog six thousand dollars. And could I get a combo? Could I hold my dog, and we both get MRI'd? I'll tell you this too. If you remember, it's probably now. So Callie is. Five, I want to say. Yeah, because I got her when I was filling in after Craig got arrested. It sounds weird saying that, but sure. that is true. So she's five and a half or so. So a year prior to her, her little Dahlia died, um, sadly, from uh, feline cancer or whatever it was. She was only two years old. And I remember taking her um, to this brand new facility for for care. And we kind of really liked the place. So then when... Our other cat got sick probably three years ago now. Instead of going to our normal place, I went to this place because they had they just had great facilities. And it was after hours, so I just bypassed our normal place, which turned out to be the right thing because they're gone at 6 o'clock. So they didn't know what was wrong with them. 
So they do all this testing. I'm going to go look at the receipt, which I still have. I want to see if there was an MRI because that bill, <laughs> that bill was $5,400. And I only know how much the bill was because I literally, that's one that went on a credit card. Yeah. I just paid that off about six, seven weeks Damn. ago. Yeah. A vet bill? A vet bill. Now, he stayed over two nights and there was so much testing. There had to have been an MRI in there, and that, that bill wasn't six grand. I guess because if I can the find cat's it. smaller, it goes through a smaller MRI machine. I, I've got a large MRI dog. machine's an MRI machine. Yeah, and can't you just stick the dog's neck in the MRI machine? Why we got to put the whole dog in there? I don't know. Well, I, I know, think Jerry. that's probably what it would be. It oh, would just be the, the neck? Yeah, I think that's all they go to. Like I, when I had the MRI done for, what I have an MRI done for recently? Your back? My back. My back. They don't go beyond my balls. I mean, <laughs> they stop when they get to the back. They didn't then... MRI your balls? No. No, my legs are out of the tube. So I don't think they do the whole body. Yeah. I don't think. So I think the dog, if you lay her down, they mm-hmm. can just go to her shoulders. I wonder if you did an MRI of her neck and my neck. I could pick out whose was whose. I don't know. They're both pretty long. Long necks. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. All right. Now, tomorrow's Friday. Will you it be is. here? Yes, I'll be I here. will be here. You'll be here. I will be. Uh, we'll have a good old, good old time for right ourselves, on. Jerry. So, this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown! Wow, what a catch by the rookie! Ridiculous! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers! Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Here we go, it's 502, nice to have you with us. It's a Thursday. Thursday is very close to Friday, got a good feel to it. The Eddie Schizari, what's up? And Al Frankie Dukes, how you be? Oh, good morning, Jerry. It's good to be here. Uh, It was raining again on the way in. It feels like... uh... I didn't have any rain. What? I really didn't. 
Very little. Like little drizzle. We come in a uh, little drizzle. About twenty minutes apart. Twenty minutes apart, I got all the rain you're telling me. Yeah, well, I guess the great cloud's following you. I guess so. I'm like that Munsters car. I suppose. <laughs> Maybe. Did you watch Munsters when I did. you were sick? Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Uh Munsters, Gilligan's Island. You know what I got into? Brady Bunch. I got into Matlock. Matlock? To where, like, hey, I you could... watched that with your grandmother? It was on... No, I loved it. I think it was on USA, I think. Yeah. I don't remember, but I loved Matlock, and then I was blown away to find out that he was Andy Griffith from the old black same and white guy, show. Yeah. I couldn't believe it was the same guy. And, you went, what a... and then you went, Jerry, you went, what a career. Yeah. These guys lived the dream. I know, and then I started watching the Andy Griffith show. I'm like, it is old. Yeah, that's... Uh, I didn't like black and white shows except for the Munsters. Yeah, um, what an oh, I, lo- I loved I Love Lucy. I did. I could still watch that today, and I love The Honeymooners. Nah, all right. There's your top five. You're, you're going to go top five black and white TV shows. You're going top Honeymooners. Two. And I Love Lucy? I Love Lucy. What else? Monsters. No. Adam's the, Family. No. Those two do not even compare to I was, the other two. I was not an Adam's Family guy. Me I neither. liked Monsters. Yeah, the Monsters were fun. But what was the deal with Marilyn was a normal normal she was the daughter yeah yeah she was normal the rest of them were where'd she come from i don't know and the guy the kid had some weird hair uh yes yeah eddie munster which sometimes my hair does that and people like to put the side by side but they go it's really not that far off look at jerry's eddie munster (laughs) pretty much yeah actually when i was doing wacky radio in tampa florida jerry uh eddie munster the actor butch uh butch something or other okay he lived down there we used to do on fridays Eddie's Munster Pick of the Week. Oh, good Lord. That's right, Jerry. That must have been back. a highly rated program, part of the program. For what about reason, Grandpa? Is he still alive? I know we reason, did this yesterday. For some reason, the show was, the radio show I was working on, Jerry, was Got canceled. canceled. <laughs> yeah, for terrible bits like Listen, that. And I said to the staff at the meeting, I go, I came up with Eddie's Munster Picks. What did you do? <laughs> we showed what up and talked. did you people do? <laughs> You're the producer. It's your job. No, Grandpa Al Lewis is long dead. Oh, is he? Oh, he's got to be. I thought, guy, he, I thought he lived a long was, life. He did. He was uh, like uh, 80 years old when the Munsters was on. I Yeah, you're right. But also, Sophia from the Golden Girls was actually younger than... Yeah. Although they portrayed her to be much older. Grandpa Al Lewis used to be a uh, guest on the Howard Stern show back when Howard Stern couldn't get real guests. You know, that's the first thing that comes up when I put in Grandpa Al. The rest right there, the first suggestion, Lewis Howard Stern. Yeah. How about that? How about that? No, he's from New York. Did you know that? Grandpa Al Lewis? Oh, he didn't die that long. He died in 2006. Oh. I would have pegged Actually, him for like a 1990 death. No, 2006. So he lived to be, uh, let's see, born in 23. So he'd be 100 this April. So he was like, he's in his uh, late 80s. I do a really quick impression of uh, Herman Munster. I'd rather like when you do Sean Marks. Lily. <laughs> just, is that is that the, it's the, also my Tom, Tom Brokaw, Brokaw about, <laughs> Lily Hammer yeah the Olympics <laughs> so Herman Munster is oh, Lily and Tom Brokaw is Lily Hammer that was the cool thing though about either being sick or yeah. faking that you were yes. sick to stay home from from school and your great. parents would go to work and you get all these shows that you great never shows. really get to watch every day great shows I'd love to have been in the pitch meeting for Munsters it's like Frankenstein but he's I got a family, and then the daughter's normal for whatever reason. And it's funny. And it's funny. And it's funny. And we have a dragon under the stairs. That's our dog. I forgot about that. That's right. <laughs> I haven't seen that show. It's got to be 20 years. It has to be. It's been a little while, Jerry. They're uh, doing a reboot, or they did a reboot. Great. Can't uh, wait. Rob Zombie did it. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, no, no, Jerry, no buzz. Yeah, no, there's, there's no, I'm really not that interested. My favorite story on my show sheet today, Jerry, and it's not lengthy. Uh, no, it's not. It's not a lengthy list, is that uh, Eddie's quarterback in there, Tua Tagavailoa. Tagavailoa? How do I? I'm Keep going. S- All right. Give it a try. I'm going to say, I think if Just I say. Just say Tua. I think if I say it quickly, I'll get it correctly. Tua Tagavailoa. From Alabama. From Alabama. <laughs> He has taken up judo in order to learn how to fall mm-hmm. without smacking his dome on the turf. How do they teach you to take a helmet-to-helmet hit? <laughs> I don't know that. They don't wear helmets say, in judo. It, listen, it's a good idea because, you know, twice, maybe even three times, his head slammed on the turf, and he missed way too much time, and his head took too much damage. So if you, whatever you can do... To try and combat that, I applaud him. I don't know that it's going to work, but I certainly hope for his sake it does. Plus, I was reading he's only going once a week. He's doing like well, judo on Friday. If you, but if you're only and I didn't read this story because, quite frankly, I wasn't all that interested in it. Hmm, interesting. If it's my lead, go, if it's my lead for the day, there's nothing else. Oh, the, the real lead should be the the kid from Alabama, what and I'm not do? talking about Tua, the ah, basketball player. I don't like that bad was, news, Jerry. Well, it's not so much bad news because he supposedly is not being charged with anything. But, I mean, the way he was treated last night on the road, which was totally expected, and then he goes for a career-high 41. Uh, the, the, that whole story is bizarre. Let's do that segment, too. You could explain that to me because I don't sure. know what's going on. Okay. <laughs> I gotcha. Back to Tua. Tua. And if you're only going judo, Jerry, to really learn one thing, yeah. once a week is fine. And you're Right, he's only learning how to fall. Yeah. Now, if he's really going to try and fight, you're probably going to go four or five times a week. Give me a, b- a big uh, defender in the AFC East. Who's like a big... How about, how about you go with C.J. Mosley of the Jets? Okay. We keep it nice and local. I love it, Jerry. Yeah. Local. That's what radio is, Jerry. Local. local. Tua Tagovailoa takes the snap. Here comes C.J. Mosley. He goes into a flying kick. Yeah. C.J. Mosley is out, Jerry. He doesn't get a concussion. Is that allowed in the NFL? Yeah, he doesn't get a concussion. All good, yes. No, I'm saying, is it al- is judo kicks and throws yeah. allowed in the I NFL? I say we let it go. Because, <laughs> quite frankly, I don't see a rule that says you can't do that. No. There is no rule. Right. He comes running in. And then imagine two of those how to, like, you know, you can throw guys. Right. That's, like, big into judo. You you grab them and whoosh. He's, that's how he's getting rid of defenders. Instead of stepping up on the he's pocket. shedding them. Yeah, as soon as, he's, <laughs> as soon as guys come in, whoop. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> then he's. Doing judo moves. What's he going to do next? Flip over the guy as he's yes. charging him? <laughs> yep. And then landing on his feet, throwing downfield, never taking a hit. Yeah. My guess is once a week he's not going to be that good. The By ju- the way, what else is he doing that it's only once a week? It's the more I think busy. about it. He's like me, Jerry. He's very busy. Kind of lazy, actually. Why would you not go three times a week? I don't know. Like, really become a judo expert. Yes. If you're going to go in, go all in. That's how I got tip your toe in. That's how I got my jujitsu Brazilian black belt. You got to go all in. You don't even every have a day. white belt. Every day, Stop Jerry. It. Stop it. I don't know why you've waited. We've discussed this for 9 years on the podcast and you still have not signed up somewhere. You have so you have more money. You're going to die with money. Why you would not have gotten private lessons in the middle of the afternoon from a jujitsu expert? Yeah. I don't understand. Because you've got money, mm-hmm. you've got time. Yeah. Two things that you that. can burn plenty of right. and still have plenty of it. And you could be walking around New York City with your chest out, 
come at me, bro. I'm gonna kick your ass. I would. And wear, instead, you walk around with mace and a taser gun. I would wear a T-shirt that said "Lethal Weapons." My, right, and just my hands on it. But you, you have not done that. I've not. No, I'm afraid I don't to, understand. I'm afraid of getting one of like MRSA off the off the uh, mats that they but use. That's why I said you go to a private lesson. I'm you going don't, to my you house. You don't go to a class where you're actually fighting people. You do that later. I love a jujitsu instructor to come in and teach me and my dog how to do jujitsu. That'd be wild for the right price. I can find you a guy. Imagine me and my dog are walking down the street. Someone comes up to us. Hey. You give us your money, and my dog goes into a full-on judo kick. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry, jujitsu, because jujitsu is better than judo. Well, you know the difference. Go no. ahead, you can explain the difference to me. I well, I know. Here's what I know: in judo, uh-huh. they teach you how to fall without landing on your head. In jujitsu, we don't go down. Jerry. Oh, okay. I'm glad you think Our that. Combating is mono. <laughs> you really have no idea. Man, do you? <laughs> I don't know the difference between any of these things. I don't know karate. How about grappling? Grappling. That's like takedowns and wrestling. I, well, I, yes, I did that training for about four years. Well, as they say, like when, when you get a guy on the ground, awesome. it's over. I've always told, back in the day when I was doing it, I used to tell you that would be the coolest thing, is you kind of felt like if I could just get him to the ground, right. you knew enough submissions a now. Big, right, a big guy. I a, mean, that's got to be, God, what is this, 2022, three? Today's 2023. Yeah, that's like seven years ago yeah. now. I'm way... Uh, who was the guy? Because you asked me about a uh, an AFC East defender. Yeah, who needs who was to the get guy that Eddie, who almost killed Mike White on the Bills? Oh, that guy, that punk well, with I don't the know ribbon. His name. Was that I don't, was that Matt Milano? Does that sound right? I don't know. Because that, Google, that who would be the guy. I actually looked. I actually Googled that. I don't see anything. Mike, well, I bet it comes right oh, up. Oh, you know, I, I didn't say who injured Mike who White. Injured I said Mike, Mike White. White gets sacked. <laughs> that was probably a stupid mm. Google. <laughs> Matt Milano, Jerry, you nailed it. Was it was Matt Milano. So that would be the guy, if not C.J. Mosley, that you want to see to a flip yeah, over. Definitely. And, and then throw it downhill to Tyreek Hill. Downfield to Tyreek Hill. Right. That would be fun Just to see. Just launch it, Jerry. And then can you get the the bionic man Sound effects, too? <laughs> Did you have that action figure? Uh, I don't think so, no. It had, a, it had a bionic thing in his arm that you could pop out. No, I definitely didn't. I did not. I and don't have G.I. Bionic, Joe's. Bionic eye. No. G.I. Joe's you I had? wasn't into the bionic man. I really wasn't. Hmm. But I did G.I. Joe. I had all those figures. Tons of them. Yeah, I told you my family, for whatever reason, wouldn't Threw get them out. me. No, they wouldn't get me a real G.I. Joe. I got Action Jackson. <laughs> And you're wondering, why, you're wondering why you had no red solo cups in high school. <laughs> like, how much cheaper could Action Jackson have been? I don't know. But your parents did what they could afford. There's nothing wrong with that. I think they were trying to teach me a lesson, Jerry. <laughs> you don't get G.I. Joe with Kung Fu grip and the real facial hair. I got freaking Action Jackson who wore like a one-piece jumper. You know what they wanted? They wanted <laughs> to make sure that on Friday and Saturday nights, Albert was home. <laughs> we know where he is. He's safe in his room learning judo with Action Jackson. <laughs> right, practicing on Action Jackson. Yeah. Uh, wasn't that a movie with Carl Weathers? Yeah, many, many it years It was, later. right? Yeah. That didn't go so good. Now, they say, Jerry, the judo people say that this is something that should be taught to yes. all NFL players and that they've been trying to get NFL teams. I think this should be taught to everybody. Judo. Yes. Definitely more helpful than some of the crap we take in high school, right? Some type of self, like real self-defense course. I don't know why you wouldn't want to do it. I really don't. Right. In high school, Jerry, what about this? We start our own high school. We have a finance class. Okay. And personal finance. Personal finance yes. and debt. Which is just actually at the, the high school my son goes to where I went, St. Yeah. John Vianney. They actually have that course. They didn't have it Perfect. when I went. 
It's a great course to like it, perfect. Yeah. Then we have a nutrition course. Yes, I like this. Then we have instead of gym and running around doing kickball and volleyball, we're learning self defense. Yeah. I agree. And you can pick. You want to do jujitsu? Mm-hmm. You want to do karate? Do you want to do judo? I'm, I love it. Any of those other ones? Next, we teach them to use nunchucks. <laughs> such in case a... they end up working in New York City, You're Jerry. Getting a... Well, what's a, what's the other stuff for? <laughs> You're going to walk around with a lethal weapon? Here's what the That's nunchucks... That's not a great idea. Here's what the nunchucks are for. Oh, boy. And I'm serious. Mm-hmm. When you do that moves, yeah. the, all of a sudden, the, the criminals Unless leave. you hit yourself in the face with them. Yeah, no, you can't do that. Because you then think? you've given a big advantage to the criminals. <laughs> but if you know how to maneuver with the nunchucks, here, yeah, here, then right. you're not even in the fight because the criminals leave and go find... You're not Steven Seagal. Somebody else they could beat up. What if they get their hands on them? They're going to start that's, beating you with your own nunchucks. <laughs> again, that's going to be a problem. Your hands. Remember what you just said. Lethal weapons. Lethal weapons. Your hands. Yeah. You learn how to fight. One of the other thing, one of these other classes, I don't know how it's a full term, learn how to change a flat tire. Yeah. And roadside assistance. That could be in the driving course when you, where you um, learn driving. No, nah, the instructors roadside. have enough on their plate with the okay. five hours that they get. This is something you need to learn through high school. Learn your way around an automobile. Yes. 100%. The basics. Yes. That's yeah. all. You got to know how to do this stuff. You don't need to be calling your father on a Friday night when he's out to dinner, Matthew. <laughs> when you get a flat tire, I don't know what to do. I, I didn't teach you well, did I? No, I didn't. Oh, man. One time me and my friend Paul were out in Paul's car, and he ran out of gas and had to call that his dad. Cannot <laughs> that that was, cannot happen. That cannot happen. That was a tough one. There's no way that can happen. The dad was not happy. I, you know, another one, taxes. I actually think it would be very good for people to understand taxes. Yeah. That would be a good one in high school, too. Here's what we eliminate. Trigonometry. Algebra. That's such a waste of time. Um, Algebra doesn't bother me. And geometry makes sense, especially for certain. But you're right with the trigonometry, calculus. Eh. No, we need real life skills. And why? I understand knowledge is power. I'm all for that. I am all for U.S. history. I'm all for history of the world in the 1900s. What are we teaching stuff? They're going back to 1,200. Right. For what? I agree. They're all dead and gone. Let's. How about we keep it relatively current? Know what the hell happened in the last 125 years. Even go back to the 1800s. That's fine. You start You start talking about all these other countries of 500 years ago. Waste of time. I told you, I was always disappointed. We never got even up to the Vietnam War. In I don't understand. Classes. I do not understand that at all. And I had to have Oliver Stone teach me about the Vietnam War. I had to have... Uh, Tom Cruise. So you didn't even get to JFK then, really? Or was no. that pretty much where you no. ended? You didn't. What we about the Korean War? Did you ever get to nope. that? So World War II was probably it? Yeah. That's awful. Our history only got up to the black and white era. We never got into where film was in color. That is a poorly put together it was. class. Yes. She, didn't, she or he, it was a he didn't time things out nope. properly. You didn't even get to Watergate. No, because I, I was so ignorant to all that stuff. I'm very. I am being serious when I ask you this question. I, I'm not making a joke because I think a lot of people would fall into this category too, mm-hmm. including myself. All yeah. right. How much of American history did you learn by the Billy Joel song? A lot, Jerry. Because we, like we didn't you start right? the fire, not even American, but history. Like yeah. you would hear certain things and then go look them up at the library yes. or Google it when Google became a thing. I'd go to the library, I'd get out the microfiche, and I'd figure it out. Microfiche? <laughs> Who calls it that? That's what it was. Just call it microfilm. Microfiche was the next level down. 
It was micro microfilm. Microfiche? Yeah, it was just the one sheeter that you slid. Now you just do it all on your computer, Jerry, or your phone. That These you kids have do. no idea no, how to go don't. and ask for a microfiche and a microfilm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about with microfiche, and you're only five years older than me. Quick break, 518. I did research, Jerry. Just getting started. I will go through the Alabama thing with Al, who at first said, I don't like bad stories, and it's not a great story, and then revealed he has no idea what the story actually is. I, I was, yeah. So uh, we'll go into a couple minutes. I know it's a story. Not enough that I... It's bizarre yeah. is what it is. So we'll get to that and a whole lot more. And then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. Jerry, history class is in session. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I knew that. That was relatively good. I do like this song. Come on! It's one of 577 popular songs Billy Joel has. Oh, man, that guy's killing it. Yeah, he's done all right. He's got three greatest hits records. Think about that. I also didn't realize. Right, and there's probably more than eight on each one. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize The Garden has a banner for him about all the shows he's done. Yeah. And I guess they change it every time he does a new one. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So all these things, I remember, like, there's a lot of them I did not know anything about. And I would go look them up. Yes. They said this was used in uh, high school. How could it not be? History classes. It should be. Jerry, so. do you remember the Rob Bartlett parody of this about WFAN with Imus? I don't, actually. Is that something that's arable? Uh, probably not in this <laughs> day and age. Yeah, well, that's like a lot of those things back then. I understand. Even just the language. But fair enough. I I'll did check it out, though. I did one to this about that's why Willie got fired. About Willie Randolph getting Did you fired. really? Yeah. Could you find that? I would love to hear that. I will look for it. I don't know if we have it, but I remember Bartlett's ending thing was, Finko is a psycho. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember that. That's funny. It might be out there somewhere. I will. I'm going to YouTube that. Something's always out there. I will take a look at it. Um, 25 after 5. So real quick, just a little sports, because this is sports and real life. So Alabama last night, they win in overtime. They beat South Carolina. Okay, fine. They're the number two team in the country. Great. Earlier in the season... Uh, one of their players was charged with murder. Oh, right. Uh, he's no longer on the team, obviously. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So last night, a kid that hasn't been there for, I guess since this happened, makes his return. He scores 41 points. It's a road game. Along the way, the students are chanting, lock him up. And the the side story to that is, and again, I'm going off stories and, and some testimony that was put out on paper this morning. So I guess the police testimony is that he gave the gun to another teammate who gave that gun to the guy who killed this poor woman. Okay, so hold on. The guy who was playing last night. Yes. Who they were chanting, lock him up. He provided the gun to a teammate who then provided the gun to the guy who killed Correct. the Correct. All right. So he's a part of it, but indirectly a part of it. Make your own... Sounds like he's a part of it. He handed, he's the where the gun started. Right. Now, the way I had read it earlier in the week was he gave the gun to the kid who shot the woman. That's not it was there was another person in between. And there was so, a liaison, if you will. Yeah. And so it looks like he is not going to be charged with anything. The other two are charged with capital murder. Because I guess the timeline's weird. You know, it's not like he gave the gun to his friend and said, Go kill it. I don't know the details of that, but he didn't do enough to where the police are charging him. But that's what the students were chanting. It was a very weird scene. And then and you can't hear, and I'm not going to play it because you really can't hear it the way it's recorded, but very strange. And then he goes on, he has a career of 41 points. 
Mm-hmm. I think I'm with the student chanters on this one. Uh, listen, that doesn't surprise me, and I think anywhere he goes, he's going to hear that. But it's you know, kind of par for the course at this point. It's I just think, a strange story. It's a bad story. It's so weird. Like, does Alabama send the guys to the NBA? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, if you're, why don't you get involved with that crap? If you could go, I don't know. If you have a shot at being drafted I, in a career where you're going to make millions of dollars, that's so I don't know. weird. Irrational thinking. Like I the, don't the, know. The Aaron Hernandez yeah. crap. Like, you've got you've got life by the balls. Like, why? Why would you remain? I guess in a lot of cases, some of these guys are childhood friends. You don't break away. They're going down the wrong path. You're trying to do the right thing. You end up, I don't know. I, I don't know. They could just channel that into jujitsu, Jerry. You never had these issues with Paul? Me and Paul, no. We would not have known where to find a gun. You guys just stayed in your rooms and listened to the Beatles cassettes. <laughs> we did listen to a lot of cassettes. Come together. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a bizarre story. I suggest if you're interested, check it out. So this player hasn't played in a while since this yeah, all I'd went down? Yeah, i have to check his log, but I don't think he's played much of the season. Did they? Uh, are you aware, did they talk to him after the game? Was he part of the press interview? No, Nate Oates was. He was Nate not, Oates. though. Who's Nate Oates? He's their head coach. Oh, okay. Um, I will check Brandon Miller's timeline to see when his last game, his game log. I'm not exactly sure of that. Hmm. I should have checked. I didn't check. All right. So I was actually watching the Oats in a post-game press conference on Zoom. Got it. And I guess he said something really stupid yesterday. Oats did? In relation to that. Yeah, because he opened his press conference when I watched it a little while ago. He opened his press conference by apologizing for being insensitive yesterday. Wow. So I don't know what he said yesterday, but clearly something that was not smart. Boy, things are going down there in Alabama. Yeah, I know. To Alabama. And, and, and what's crazy is they're the number two team in the country. Like, they're still winning for really? all this, which is really nuts. I would like to see Rutgers go in and take them down, Jerry. Uh, well, if they play them, I mean, it's certainly possible. So let's see. His last game, if I could find it for him. Eh, I don't know. I got to find it. I'm all right. Sure. Anyway, continue. What else do I have here, Jerry? This looks interesting. You know what's so weird, what do you though? Got? No, it just, you pull up to so the game story. Again, I'm not following Alabama enough. I read the I read the story, and it says in his first game back. Okay, that, that tells me he's missed time. Sure. Did I pull up his game log? Uh, it says he played against Georgia on Saturday in Tennessee last Wednesday, so. Was this their first, his first home game back? No, it was in South Carolina where they were yelling, lock him up. Oh, <laughs> So, no. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, Jerry. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was his first game back since some announcement came out. Either way, that's what they were chanting, and he had himself a big night. So, whatever. So Weird there, story. There's a, a Netflix documentary coming out. It's a documentary series. Yeah, I saw this. Called Quarterback. Yeah. And it looks very interesting to me, although weird the people they decided to follow. but So, this is uh, put together by Patrick Mahomes, I guess, has a production company. Why not? They all have them these days. Is that called Kansas City Productions? I don't know what that one's called, right. but he's in conjunction with Omaha Productions, Peyton oh, Manning. Okay. And it's a documentary series called Quarterback, and it's going coming out this summer, and it will feature them following, I guess they filmed this already, they followed Patrick Mahomes around all mm-hmm. season, they followed Kirk Cousins around mm-hmm. all season, and they followed... Marcus Mariota. Well, he's smart. He figured Mariota's going to lose his job. Cousins never wins a big game, and I'm Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to I'm going to star in this. <laughs> and this was the year that Marcus Mariota left the team, right? Yes, that's what I said. He kind of he, he kind of foresaw the future. I guess so. Mariota stinks. Cousins never wins in the playoffs. Yeah. and I'm Patrick Mahomes. It says Jerry, the series will focus on the preparation and balance that it takes to be a quarterback in the NFL. I would love to see. 
So Chris Corso is the SID for Rutgers basketball. He came from the Minnesota Vikings. He knows Cousins very well and, like, gushes about what a good guy he is. I would love to see behind-the-scenes footage of Cousins and what he goes through and how he is. Because, I mean, I know Vikings fans may not love him, gee, although he's changed his opinion on that. But I'd love to see what he goes through during the course of a week and how he deals with the jeers that he gets from the home crowd, which he does when he's not playing well. That fa- Mariota doesn't interest me. And Mahomes, I don't know. Mahomes just wins. Yeah, the Mariota interests me only because he left the team in the middle yeah. of this filming, probably. I, and also, I would wonder how much longer did they continue to film him once he left? Like, did he allow them to stay with him? Or, he better. You know, unfortunately, Marcus Mariota quit. <laughs> We were filming him, and he left. <laughs> exactly. He pulled the microphone off and left. <laughs> yes. I love any behind-the-scenes stuff, especially involving NFL. Yeah, So I'm some. interested. Plus, it's going to focus on a lot of, like, Patrick Mahomes' life outside. Mm-hmm. So we'll get You're to see. You're interested in his brother and his wife? Uh, yeah, kind of. I'm kind of interested in what their real-life interaction is. If they're friends or not. I think it shows him and his wife making love and producing a baby. That's going to be in one of the episodes. That's what I read. I don't know. Where'd you read that, Al? Which my, XXX website were you reading? I read it on my fantasy log that I, <laughs> <laughs> that I wrote up. What a dummy, I swear. <laughs> I don't like this, Jerry. I see that the Broncos have interviewed uh, Pat, uh, Matt Patricia. I know. Why did Rex Ryan not get this job come already? On, come on. Maybe he doesn't want the job. That'll be disappointing if Rex doesn't end up getting this job because I'm suddenly interested in the Broncos. Yeah, I'm not. I want Rex as a head coach. Ah. I don't want Rex as a coordinator. I want to hear from him. I want want Rex to be the face of a franchise. That's what I want. And not a failing one like when he took over for the Bills. That didn't go so good. I do like the idea of Rex Ryan as a defensive coordinator on a team with a bad offense. Because... So he can yell at them. <laughs> no, just like I like I like to hearing stories from Bart Scott talking about how dominant their defense sure. was and their offense couldn't score. Yeah, and just like how they looked at the offense, like yeah, you guys are killing it, kind of like this year. Yeah, <laughs> Bart Scott tells a I will not do it justice, but he does a, tells a story about uh, a, a backup quarterback that was playing for the Ravens when their their defense was dominant. Mm-hmm. Bart Scott was there and. He said there some backup was starting. He said in the backup quarterback brought the team together and gave a rah rah speech. And Bart said he turned to the defense and says, Defense has said, Boys, we're on our own today. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go out and score because the offense ain't. <laughs> this fake rah rah speech yeah. this guy just delivered. We're in trouble. It goes to show like how much you need to have the confidence of your team yeah. to be able to get into that huddle. And speak like it actually means something. Correct. Because like when Tom Brady speaks, yeah, even the twenty-one-year-olds got to be like, "Oh my God, okay, that's right. Brady." As opposed to a backup quarterback that probably looks scared and frightened himself, right. doesn't, doesn't know what the hell he's doing, doesn't believe in what he's saying. Right? It's just words. Yeah, it's a big difference. Like I'm supposed to give a rah-rah speech here. Let me go, <laughs> Let me go get the guys. Lead the men. Yes, me. Yes, you're you. up. Let's go. <laughs> you got time for one more? Yeah, I do have time it? for one. I'm going to do this one real quick, yeah. Jerry. Uh, we keep hearing uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, now Tom Pelissero of uh, NFL And Jeff Network. Darlington, too, I believe. Jeff Darlington as well. Yeah. Says that the Packers now on Aaron Rodgers' back. I don't believe that. As long as he's fully bought in. Yeah, okay. I don't believe it either. I don't It's whatever. Just let me wake me up when something actually happens. 
Wake us up, Jerry, when Aaron Rodgers wakes up from his dark I think spot, he's out of it. Crawls out. No, I think he's out of it now. He's got to come out with sunglasses because he has been in the dark for so long. Jerry's You're, not going to know what's going on. You know, there are times when I leave here and I go outside for the first time to go home and yeah. my eyes have to readjust. Yes. That's got to be some adjustment for him. Oh, huh? yeah. Unless He's, he turned the lights on once in a while. That would go against. It's possible. Do you think if you're when you're in that darkness like he was for a couple days at a time that your eyes get so good seeing in the dark? Like they adjust little by little and then by the end you of come it. Out you come out with 2010 vision. <laughs> yeah. It just like fixes all of your. Maybe. Why don't you try it this it's like, weekend? It's like LASIK surgery. It's not much of a stretch. I have to walk the dog, Jerry. I can't oh, just be in the darkness I as much as I about want. the dog. As much as I want to. My bad. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. And I'm not planning on trying to find out anytime soon. Hmm. But it's a good theory. It's a good theory. It's right. a good theory. So you believe more of the that the sick you believe more of the we're sick of Aaron Rodgers get lost rather than we want him back. I believe that both sides have had enough of each other. That's what I think. Right. And I we think it's to time split. to either retire or move on. Right, because even if you're a Packer fan and he comes back, yeah, got to be like, hmm, he ain't going to be. This is not going to well, go well. But, but, so now this has been, uh, we'll take a break in a second. This has been my argument the entire time for people that say the quarterbacks have to make all this money. What has Aaron Rodgers won? He's got one Super Bowl. It's a long time ago now. It's 11 years ago, I think. 11, 11 years ago, maybe even longer than that. Damn. Think of how many home losses at Lambeau Field in the playoffs he's had. You're paying him $50 million? For what? Because now you got nothing around you, and you're on an island by yourself. It's hard to win. Jerry, I'm old enough to remember when you looked at the schedule and there was a game in Lambeau, and you were the opposing team. That was a loss. A it's not, though, anymore. Loss. And it's not. Now, you got as much chance to win there as anywhere. Yeah, weird. It doesn't mean anything. So, right, Michael Vick was the one, and the Falcons were the ones that broke that. A Saturday night playoff game at Lambeau Field. Against uh, Favre, or was, was against? It? I think that was against Favre. I got. I'll check that during the break. But I remember that game was like, oh, the mystique of Lambo. Right. And ever since then, it's really not that difficult. Remember Eli and the Giants did it, right? Yes, they did. And red faced Tom Coughlin. Oh man, I thought he was going to die. That day, <laughs> no, no, no. He's still going. He's still Quick red. Break five thirty nine. Mores to do's, and then Boomer and Geo on the fan. All right, quarter to six. It's Thursday. Crappy day out there, so huddle around the radio, children. Uh, one guy said on Twitter, I, I apologize for not writing down his name. Another thing for the our high school that we're going to start, our charter school. Yeah. Uh, how about some trade type of careers? Oh, like teach people how to be a plumber. Yeah, got to get Definitely. started with that. That's a great, it's a great idea. Carpentry. Yep. Concrete. Mm-hmm. I like that. Electric. Landscaping. Electric, though, that's dangerous. Electric you, is dangerous. Yeah, you, yeah. you shock But yourself. you bring in a pro to teach them. And it's just baseline stuff. And then they maybe they figure out what they want to do when they go for Maybe they don't want to go to college. They want to go to a trade school then because we introduce them to the Correct. basics. We give them options, Jerry. So that's a great idea. When is this charter school opening? Uh, Next September? Fall. Yep, in the fall, Jerry. We're getting my staff together right now. <laughs> I got my electric bill in the mail yesterday. This Something has to be off. It's the dog. My electric bill for the month, yeah, was four dollars and sixty-two cents. Oh, how? How so is that possible? My, here would be my question: When did you move in? What month? Uh, May. 
do you do you pay on a plan? No, I pay whatever my monthly fee. Really? Is. Yeah, because we have a we have a plan where we pay the same every month, and then the I guess month twelve will either owe less or a lot more based on usage. I was yeah. going to say if this was month that. twelve, maybe you didn't use any electric and you didn't owe anything. The only difference was I was in uh, Arizona Doing for a darkness a week. retreat on a darkness retreat. <laughs> I said I don't understand. Well, there's a week that you weren't there. Uh, clearly, you turn the heat down to 50 when you leave for the dog just to make sure that she's okay but not warm and comfortable. I don't know. doesn't well, make sense to me. Well, my heat is uh, gas, so that okay. explains that. Don't you know. don't have cable, but you do run your computer. I do. I don't know what to tell you. Weird. Yeah, weird. but you know what? What did they say? Yeah. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. That's what they it's say. That's what it is. I don't Good know what a gift you. horse is, but I will not look it in the mouth, and it will kick you. Jerry, now this is not something that has come from the company, but this is something that has come from Andrew Marchand. Okay, so let me be clear. I think you just were. I did not. Let me like I did not get a. There's no announcement. I didn't get an email from the company saying yeah. this is in fact happening. Right. But Spike I did, did not come in and tell us this no, is what we're doing. He did not. All right. But I did see this in Andrew Marchand's column in the New York Post media guy. He says that WFAN is expected to offer Justin Shackle the Yankees job vacated by. One Sweeney Murdy. Who right now on a rerun on Yes is doing a uh, video podcast with David Cohn. Who is he? Uh, that guy on the far left. Well, where did he come from? Like, well, what's his story? I know he is the in-stadium announcer at Yankee Stadium. I thought it was Paul Olden. No, I don't mean I don't mean up. Uh, I don't mean the PA announcer. Oh, okay. The in-stadium guy that does little things in between innings. Oh, okay. So he's got a video presence there. They will run during... I went to one game last year. He was running some... You know, pregame segments and features on the players and interviews. So he's around. He also filled in. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, what well, didn't he? Wasn't he the one? I got. Now I'm going to Google this live on the air, which I know you hate, but it is what it is because I didn't know you were going here. He's from Wayne, New Jersey. Jim. Yes, local kid, which is great. Didn't wasn't he the one that had the quote about Susan not being nice to him? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in the article that he wrote. Eh, let's see. Yeah, I, I, I got to look that up, but I'm pretty sure that was him. He was terrified of her. Oh, I But guess. they got along great. I think he did the games in Toronto, I think, Yeah, I because see. John wasn't traveling to Toronto. Yeah, I see photos of him with Susan in the booth. Okay. So, yeah, all right. So, congratulations if that's true. If that's true, yes. We don't know if that's true or not. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Don't automatically say it would be terrible. And didn't he work here, Eddie? Justin Shackle? He worked at 880 or here. He worked somewhere in this building. I'm almost certain of it. You know, I'm always one ready to kick the old guys out of the booth, Jerry. So I guess this is what I'm looking for. Okay. But let me ask you this. This is serious. This is baseball. This isn't me saying this about basketball or hockey play-by-play or even the NFL. Yeah. If you took me and put me in the Yankee booth for a game, (laughs) would it be glaringly terrible? Yes. You think so? Yes. Abysmal. I think it would be glaringly terrible. What? I I do. I I think it would be glaringly terrible. It's not a fast-paced game, so I have all the notes in front of me. Okay. I go, here's Aaron Judge. So let me paint a scenario for you. All right. All right. Here's the scenario. Let's go with Glaber Torres is up. Okay. All right. Runners on first and second. Okay. There's one out. Perfect. Ground ball up the middle. Well, let's say a line drive in the gap to right center. How would that sound? So there's a line drive up the gap in center. 
Here comes uh, uh, Aaron Judge around the score, 2-1 Yankees. What about the other guy? And where did Torres go? And when did the ball come in? It's a single. It went to the wall. Yeah, but I have to see it. But it's I'm telling you, yes, the pace in between the pitches for sure is slow. And when the, there's no swing and there's no ball put in play, it's nothing. It's that's fine. I, that's why I'd be like, Susan, say something. But those game those plays go quick. And you gotta be on point. I don't think you I don't think people realize I'm not saying it's the hardest thing in the world to do, but it sure as hell ain't easy. Would, and the other thing, here's the other glaring issue you would have. Yeah. And I'm not being a jerk. You have zero knowledge of the Yankees. What? Past 1988. I can't sit there and talk about, Ce- uh, I'm not going to say Cecil Fielder. He was a Yankee, but that's not who I'm talking about. You, you can't be talking about Dave Winfield for the entire game. Hmm. You can't. You need to actually have a clue who's on the field. But that's what Susan would do. She would fill in this. I'm just going, I'm just telling you what no, I'm saying. but you're seeing. supposed to converse. It's supposed to be like a like a conversation amongst the two of you. Susan, this reminds me of when Dave Winfield... Play the left field. You mentioned Oscar Gamble. <laughs> Susan, you remember Oscar Gamble? <laughs> he had the cool hair. It was a great baseball card. You'd be so predictable. You'd be talking about, can you believe Wade Boggs went from Boston here and then finished in Tampa? I mean, that seems strange. I do think it would be glaringly bad. <laughs> now, in fairness, yeah. if you did two straight weeks, I think you'd be fine. Oh, thank you. I think you'd get good well, at it. Because you do get... know, you. while you don't know the players anymore... Mm-hmm. You do know the game of baseball. Thank you. So I think you would pick up on it. And I think, like anything, I think you'd be fine. The first one, train wreck. Well, those wouldn't go on the air. I would be doing them Oh, now we want to practice. I'd be practicing. So why don't you do that this year? I don't know, Jerry. I don't think they're going to offer me the job. Pick a game. For real. Take a a random Wednesday off. Okay. All right. I'll even do this with you. Take a random Wednesday off. I'll even drive you. We go to a game where they're playing, I don't know, the Twins on a Tuesday night in May. Before he, the kids are here's the problem, Jerry. He actually has to go to Yankees. I said I'm going to drive no, him. I'm working from home. I said he's – no, no, no. You're going to take the Wednesday off. Okay. I will drive you. We go to a Tuesday night crappy game. We sit in the upper deck, no one around us. And you do the game. All right. And we'll record it. Perfect. Then we send that right into – three Spike. innings. We don't even have to stay for the whole Perfect. game. Perfect. Three, four innings, and then we'll listen to it on the way back. Like, here's Aaron Judge. That's low and away. That's all you do. I would say on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being phenomenal, 1 being horrific, it's a 2.5. Wow. Low confidence. What would you say, Eddie? That is low confidence. I I might not even go that high. But here's the thing. You know what's funny? <laughs> Can I go lower than 1? But here's no. what's funny about you guys. If we took that tape and sent it to some random place that didn't know who I was, sure. they'd be like, this is fine. Let's do it. I don't think it will be fine. Again, two weeks in, I think it'll be fine. The first one would not be good. I, I think you're discounting how quick those plays happen when the ball's put in play. I Hockey do. And ba- I, do. Like, I would have no shot at what you do with basketball, Jerry. No shot. You'd have a better shot, actually. No way. I'm telling you, you would. I actually think baseball's harder. Oh I do. Goodness. You're crazy. We got to take a break. You're crazy, 554. Jerry. We'll come right back. Boomer and a healthy Geo is set to return. Odyssey Sportsman brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone with Amy. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Now we got like not much time left. What else you got there, Al? One story left. Oh, man. I have to give you this one, Jerry. The XFL ratings, 50% less than the previous X, 
XFL. Now, ratings. is that the previous opening weekend or from when the season last ended for the XFL? Uh, previous which is, opening weekend. That's not good. No, it's not good. I thought they were saying it was fifty percent down from the original XFL, which I would have understood. That was for a, sure. That got a big that push from wrestling. That had buzz. That had buzz. I actually thought with the Rock involved, WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD One, New York, always live on the Free Odyssey app.